Hello, this is Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio. This week, we're going to have a rebroadcast of one of our earlier classic podcasts. We hope you enjoy it, and thanks so much for listening. Episode number 526, Plays Well with Others. You're listening to the official BNI Podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official BNI Podcast, brought to you by the Networking for Success channel on YouTube, which features Dr. Ivan Meisner and many other networking experts. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California, and I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the chief visionary officer of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you? I am doing fantastic, Priscilla, and uh, I've, got, I've got a topic today that'll take every bit of my uh, time, so I'm going to just jump right in, if that's okay. Oh, it sounds good. Um, I, I uh, was talking to a really good executive director recently, and he said he had a member who left because, and this, these were her exact words, Priscilla, because there's a member in our chapter who is a jerk. That was, <laughs> that's why she left chapter. So that's what I want to talk about today. Um, and here's the primary message. Don't let other people control your success. Networking is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Play the long game. I don't know if you remember, Priscilla, but uh, in elementary school in North America, and we have a lot of listeners from around the world, I don't know if, I'd love to hear if other countries have the same kind of thing in their elementary school. In an elementary school in North America, we would get a report card where your teacher graded you on your ability to play well with others. Uh, mm-hmm. did, did, yeah. Do you remember that? Yes, definitely. Yeah. And, and I, I didn't always get a good grade on that, by the way. It took, took a lot of work. Um, so your ability to play with other, well with others, it, it, it applies even in adulthood. Uh, you can't always choose who comes to the playground, and you won't always get a say in who your fellow BNI members are. You don't have to be friends with everybody. You don't even have to like everybody. Matter of fact, different personalities add different perspectives, and that can actually make a group more productive. BNI is a referral tool for your success. For those of you who are listening, BNI is a referral tool for your success. Don't let jerks control that. That begins, begins with some tolerance on your part. Tolerance has to come into play. And tolerance is a highly used word and an underused practice. Let me repeat that. Tolerance is a highly used word and an underused practice. I want to talk today about how to use it as a practice. So let's talk about Mr. or Ms. Jerk. <laughs> so I'm going to call him J for short. Okay. Not the name J, J A Y, just the letter J, so as to not confuse them with the amazing members we have out there whose name is J. Okay? Okay. So remember, keep your eye on the ball. We all have J's in our groups, and it's certainly in our life. 
Remember, keep your eye on the ball and try not to be too sensitive about the jerk. I mean, Jay, (laughs) there are some techniques that will help you with this process. I think the last one that I'm going to talk about is really interesting. First, I'm going to give you five things. Consider when you're talking with Jay. First, listen without arguing. This is important, especially when it comes to the last point I'm going to talk about today. And I've got five things I'm going to talk about when you're, when you're, to consider when you're talking to Jay and six, things, six other things to be aware of. And then I want to talk about one last point, and it comes back in full circle to listening. The second thing when you're talking to Jay is ask questions, not argumentative questions, but questions that will give you more insight into Jay's point. So listen without arguing. Ask questions is number two. Number three, show interest in their point of view. You don't have to agree to show interest. Trust me on this. I've done it a lot. (laughs) You don't have to agree with them to show interest. Tell me more. Explain that. I don't understand. You know, just get them to talk. Number four, if you can, get them to focus on solutions. If all we do is focus on the problem, we become an expert on the problems. Say to them, I get it. I see the issue. Now, the real question is, what's a realistic solution? Problems are easy to understand. It really, it takes real smarts to find solutions. I've said that to people. I've said that to Jay before. Problems are easy. It takes real smarts to find solutions. So what's, what's a realistic solution? If they give you a lousy solution, then say, okay, that's one possibility. What's another realistic solution? Coach them into calmness. Mm-hmm. Number five. Clear, open, honest, and direct communication is the best way to deal with Jay or to deal with the chapter leadership who may have to be dealing with Jay. Every single time I've had big challenges with people, Priscilla, every time in my life, it's when one side or the other is held back in communication. That doesn't mean unload on people. It means talk to people and talk to them professionally. So those are... Five things to consider when you're talking to Jay. Here are six things to be aware of in general. Okay? Okay. I told you, there's a lot, of, a lot of stuff in this podcast. One, make yourself invaluable to the group by focusing on solutions. So just in general, make yourself invaluable. Don't leave because someone's a jerk. Make yourself invaluable to the group by focusing on solutions. Two, stay clear of chapter drama and rise above the fray. You can do this by checking your emotions and focusing on results. You may see a theme here. Focus on results. Focus on solutions. Number three, don't complain. Be positive. Complaining is not an Olympic sport. <laughs> Although I know people who I would give gold medals to. Number four. Stay aware of your emotions. Don't let others limit your success. Repeat that. Don't let others limit your success. Five, use your support team. Talk to others about the solution, not just the problem, but the solution. Number six, be a leader, not a lever. 
Mm-hmm. I, so I, I, I wasn't sure if lever was a real word, Priscilla. Mm-hmm. So, so I checked it on yourdictionary.com. Uh-huh. Is it? Went to yourdictionary.com. Lever is a word. <laughs> it means someone who leaves. A leader, not a lever. Don't let Jay's craziness drive you out of a chapter. So here's my last point, and I think it's a really valuable one. It goes back, really, the idea of listening without arguing. The very first point that I talked about in terms of talking to Jay. Dysfunctional people are really challenging. I get it. I'm going to recommend a book. In the book, The Triangle of Truth, Lisa Earl McLeod says, I'm going to quote a lot of her material right here. I discovered that what actually puts us over the edge towards craziness ourselves is not other people's dysfunctions. It's their denial of their dysfunctions. Mm -hmm. When I first saw that, I was like, oh my goodness, that is so true. She she goes on to say, you know how they go out acting all normal and even self-righteous as if they're the ones who are, who, uh, uh, who, 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 as if we're the ones who are loopy, not them. She, she asks, uh, so how do you deal with them? And she recommends, I think, a, a great concept. She calls it the triangle of truth. So the triangle of truth enables you to hold seemingly competing ideas in your mind at the same time. And it's the secret to dealing with crazy people. The secret to dealing with Jay. You get to ignore, that's my, I added that. She says, you get to acknowledge their dysfunctions and hold a space for their better qualities at the same time, even if you have no idea what those better qualities may be. Here's how it works, according to Lisa. On one side of the triangle, you have your, your personal truth, which is, this person's nuts. They're hopelessly flawed. They wreak havoc everywhere they go. On the other side of the triangle, you have a universal truth which is that every person has merit and value. There's an inner fabulousness, that's her word, not mine. There's an inner fabulousness, she says, inside each of us, even the people who do a great job of covering theirs up. I love that. Even the people who do a great job of covering theirs up. The ability to see this duality in other people represents a monumental mental shift that makes all the difference in the world. She goes on to say that if you can mentally employ the triangle of truth model, the next time your mind is screaming, he's crazy, he's crazy, you'll get to experience the self-righteous indulgence of validating your own negative assessments and pious superiority taking the high road at the same time. More importantly... And I'm going to ask you your opinion on this, Priscilla, here in a second. Okay. More importantly, in my opinion, don't give power to others to control your success. Leaving a network because someone's a jerk gives them power over you and them free reign to do it to others. What do you think? Priscilla. Yeah, well, it all makes sense. It's just very hard to do. You know? Well, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, and you know, and then life is hard, and then you know what happens. Right. It, look, it it goes. It really goes back to kindergarten or elementary school. How well do you play with others, even with the the difficult kids? Um, and are you going to? But but to me, it, it, but to me, it's even a step beyond that. Because clearly that other person, Jay, can't play well with others. We get it. So are you going to let Jay control your life? E&I is an amazing tool for success. It's an amazing tool for success. Incredible. Um, I, I've seen so many people generate so much business. And to have someone say, I'm leaving because someone's a jerk, completely empowers them. And throws, you know, everyone in that group at the mercy of them. Uh, because you're, you're bailing. One of the things I've discovered over time is that if you've got a J in your group and you, you rise above that and deal with the situation professionally, chapter almost always, the better nature of the chapter will prevail. The chapter will see it. The chapter will act. Uh, and if nobody sees it, you might be Jay, <laughs> just for the record. If nobody sees it, and it's gone on for a long time, um, you might want to assess whether you're Jay or not. Just saying. Not you, Priscilla, <laughs> but general. Well, Ivan, I think it slightly depends on whether this person has a personality disorder. And if they do, you may have a little bit of trouble um, making permanent change. Sure. Well, listen, look, a lot of people have very various levels of personality disorders. And that's where you need then to be working with the chapter. Right. You know, I've worked with many chapters over the years where they had Jay in their group. And, you know, they basically said, look, this one, one of our. Um, a code of ethics is uh, to build a uh, positive and professional relationships, have a positive and professional relationship with the other members. And uh, we're not seeing that. So how can we help you do that? And they'll give you answers that are not acceptable. And that's when it's time to say, you know, it's okay if you step down. Uh-huh. This may not be a good fit for you. Right. And you help, help them up or help them out. That, that, that's where you as a member, quitting doesn't solve the problem. May solve it for you for now, but then it creates another problem. You lose the opportunity to generate a lot of business. So the you know that's when you have a dysfunctional member. I mean, an honest to goodness, really dysfunctional member, um, and and they're not willing to play well in the sandbox. Then that's when you need to get the chapter involved. And I've talked about that a lot uh, in in my podcasts about getting membership committees involved. But in the meantime, before you get membership committees involved. Um, here's some ideas that hopefully will help you um, reframe the issue because I see a lot of people who just get really frustrated or annoyed just by dealing with not, you know, you're looking at the exception, the really, really, truly dysfunctional person. Sometimes people just don't get along. Yeah. And what I'm trying to talk about is for the most part is, is the person who's just dealing with someone who's not easy to get along with. Right. Not the clinically dysfunctional person. Right, right. Listen, I hope that helps everyone, uh, gives you some things to think about. Don't just walk away. This is your group. This is your success. I have a, I have a, a, 
a um, poster on my desk. It says, success is the best revenge. <laughs> I love that coaster because I've dealt with it. I've dealt with people who've lied to me, who've cheated me, who've done horrible things to me. And I recognize that the best way to deal with all of that is to be successful. And walking away from an opportunity to generate referrals is shooting yourself in the foot. Don't leave because somebody else is, is a J. That's my message. Love to hear what you guys think. Uh, uh, post something here on my podcast. Thanks, Priscilla. You're welcome. Thank you, Dr. Meisner. I think that's some great advice. Well, thank you so much for listening. I'd just like to remind you that this podcast has been brought to you by the Networking for Success channel on YouTube. Thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice, and we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI podcast. Mm-hmm.